about today's show. Oh boy. I I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> That's how excited I am. I don't even know where to begin because this movie looks like it's just going to be a blockbuster. And uh, uh I met this a woman uh she impressed me a lot and then I saw the trailer to the film and I just was blown away by the whole thing. It's going to be amazing, and I'm going to open up her mic and bring her on. Uh, first, let me tell you a little bit about her, and I want to pronounce her name correctly. Uh, I, and I'm saying it, that's Kate, C-A-I-T, or Kat. I don't know, but it's Court, Court Leo, okay? That's her name, Court Leo. All right, and I'm going to bring her on. She's got this great movie opening called Ask for Jane. Very topical. I, I get chills. Okay, a very topical film based on a true story of the underground abortion network in the 1960s. The film's going to be released, well, it might be releasing right now. And uh, Kate created and produced the project and stars opposite Allison Wright, Cody Horn, Sarah Ramos, or Ramos and Ben Rappaport. Uh, Kate had a memorable reoccurring role on The Nick opposite Clive Owen. Okay, and uh, that was directed by Steven Sonderberg. She played Delilah in the New York Fashion Week episode of Bull, opposite Michael Weatherly. All right. Uh, she's amazing. And I open up her mic. I'm very excited to have this guest on today. And let's say hello to Kate or Kat. It's Kate. Hi. 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 Welcome to Thank New you York. so much for it's having Kate. me. What a beautiful introduction. I am, <laughs> I am so excited by this film um, in so many ways, just because I grew up in the 60s. And, and, you know, this would be the topic of every soap opera, basically. And I think I would watch soap operas where you know that person had an abortion because they flew to Puerto Rico. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> which was one of the few places uh, that had it open. So I know this, and, and we know it was talked about, and we know, uh, I know from the 60s, and the, the, the kids today, as I say, you kids don't know how good you have it. <laughs> and it's amazing. You did this, you put this all together yourself. Now, what was the genesis of all this? How did this germinate? Uh, so I, I've been an activist for a long time. I'm actually the third generation of women in my family to volunteer with Planned Parenthood. Um, and I'm a clinic escort. I went to an all-women's college. And I, I've been an actor for many, many years. And I learned about the Jane Collective through a documentary that I saw uh, that a, a, it was a screening hosted by the New York Women in Film and Television. And it felt like the nexus of all of this work that I had done, this conflation of my work as an artist and as an activist. And it seemed like a story that I, I was just put on earth to tell. I just needed to get it out there and share it. Uh, that's amazing. And how did you go about collecting your research for this? Other so, than uh, I don't understand that. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, I did a lot of research. Uh, I went. I spent many days and weeks in the actual physical New York Public Library, the big one with the lions. <laughs> and uh, I brought on board Rachel Carey, who I know from our theater company, The Shelter, who is a terrific writer. And I brought her this little treatment that I wrote. And I was like, here's my idea. What do you think? Would you maybe want to write the whole screenplay? And thank goodness she said yes, because I didn't have a backup option. I really wanted it to be her. <laughs> uh, and then she wanted to direct as well. And I was like, I couldn't be more lucky. So... We started working together in 2016, before the election, and we began uh, fundraising and pitching to investors and looking for their producers in March of 2017. And that's when I met Caroline Hirsch, who, again, was such a blessing to the project. Wow. And uh, it's a great cast, by the way. It's a great cast. Thank you so much. And Isn't I'm, everyone I'm sh- terrific? I, I, at- I feel so proud. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to see this film. It's just like, you know, and when I met you, I have to say, you were the most modest person I've ever met because you oh, oh. I'm working on a film. <laughs> and like, come out, May. Like that. That's what I'm doing. What do you? And I'm like, and then I see the trailer. And then I go, what? <laughs> just working on a film? Look at this. Now, I happen to make a little uh, MP3 of it. And is it okay if I play it? Oh, absolutely. The trailer? Yeah. Here we go. (laughs) We just had a student die from drinking rat Uh, poison. No. We don't know that she was pregnant. What happened? I saw her go in my drawer and take a razor. My parents are really religious. I can't go home like this. Hello, Nancy? Do you think we can get together $1,000 for Patty? Let's see who's awake. What if we had women call my dorm room? Hello? And we can tell them to ask for Jane. This is Jane. Jane Doe. It would be anonymous. 23-year-old? 30-year-old, mother of four, 20-year-old college student. (sighs) Thursday. I just want you to know that I know what you're doing. Apparently, we are the abortion seven. Wow, I found a paper. I want to help them. We're up to 30 women a week now. If you need volunteers, you can call me. This is your whole life you're putting at risk. I feel like it's my responsibility to help. You lied to me. You're not a doctor? We're all criminals in this room, and that includes all of you. 
Women's bodies are always in men's hands. But this was us doing it for us. This is Jane. Wow. <laughs> just, just a taste of, of what's coming. It, it's just, when does it open? What is the opening date? I'm sorry I didn't ask. Oh, it actually opens this Friday, uh, the 17th, at the Village East Theater. And tickets are on sale now. They're already starting to sell out, so I would, I would jump on it. <laughs> My neighborhood. Great. Yeah. I'm making a note of it. I'm three blocks away. Okay. That's, that's amazing. And uh, as I said, the music's great, too. Who's, who's doing that music? Um, so the, the song you, that was in there, The Most Beautiful Garden, is a band called O. Ellis. The singer-songwriter is Rachel uh, – excuse me, Rachel Carey is the writer-director. The songwriter is uh, Laura Siskin-Fernandez. Wow. The music, everything is so powerful about it. I remember speaking years ago to a friend of mine who was in the Peace Corps, and when she went to South America, um, I said, what was the one thing people wanted more than anything else? And she said birth control. And she said the women would come to their house in the middle of the night and knock on the doors. And in Spanish, you know, they wanted birth control because the men would not allow them to take it. And they would beg the Peace Corps people, please get us birth control. And people don't realize. Yes. And that's the way they lived. That was what they wanted uh, more than anything, more than vitamins, more than shots. Give me birth control. And it's so amazing. And I get so mad, and as you probably do too, when people refer to these clinics as abortion clinics. Mm-hmm. I get so mad. And I said, no, they're also planned parenthood. They're also for yeah, people Yeah, that's the point. Who, it's the planning. Uh, it's family planning. Planning. And I get in arguments, mostly with men, who call them abortion clinics. I said, no. I said, that is a side of something when everything else fails. But that is not what its primary purpose is. It is for birth control and, 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 and to help young girls who don't have people in their lives to tell them about it or, you know, and mm-hmm. don't know. And that's what it's for. But it's, it's just an amazing uh, topic. Uh, can you give me any, um, some facts about this, too, also the 60s for our audience? Sure. Yeah, so uh, the, the film is based on this true story of a group that was later come, came to be known as the Jane Collective, and it was an underground abortion referral service at first, so it was these women, it began in a dorm room at the University of Chicago, just giving out the phone number of a doctor who could help, because it was an illegal practice at the time, and it expanded and was a whole network of doctors that they had, and they would really interview the women after they had the procedure done to see how it was, if, if the doctor was humane and kind and didn't try to charge more than he said he would. There were a lot of really horrible instances of, of um, doctors raping women before performing abortions on them. I mean, just oh, disgusting, no. horrible stuff. And so they would really make sure that none of their doctors on their roster were like that. If anybody tried anything untoward, they would strike them from the list. And as they went on, the, they discovered that one of their primary doctors didn't have a medical license at all. And so they realized that they could learn from him. So he, he taught it to them, and the women ended up doing the procedures themselves, and they helped over 11,000 women before Roe versus Wade was passed in 1973. 11,000 women. Wow. And in all of those 11, women, 000. there was one, one casualty ever 
only one woman died and it was because she had tried it herself first with a knitting needle and had an infection and the Janes tried to persuade her to go to the hospital and she refused and she died a few days later of, of that infection. That was the only woman who ever died under care of the Janes. And, and you know what? And doctors don't have that great a record. No, I they mean, don't. In hospitals. They don't have that great a record of that. I did not realize they were doing it themselves. And, you know, again, if you're listening and you're young and you don't understand this, uh, women would do coat hangers. They, would, they thought that if they drank witch hazel, that would get rid of the baby. They did all kinds of things to themselves that were so atrocious. And I can't even imagine because we now live in a different age, but in the 60s that you had no say over your body whatsoever and then you got or knowledge um, i want to say it was it was huge or when our bodies ourselves yeah. came out oh yeah i i always laugh about that kate because i was i joke in my in my stand-up about that uh, until i read that little pink book in pe why jane can't go swimming today <laughs> <laughs> i thought having your hair brushed had something to do with having babies but you know it's just, that's uh, you know what? Because my mother would say to me, well, if you think that hurts, how do you expect to have a baby? When she would brush my hair, and i go, what? What does this having my hair brush have to do with having a baby? Talk about being misinformed. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and it was amazing, too, because not only that, the stigma that was attached to women and not men was unbearable as well. I actually have a friend, I'm not going to say her name, that couldn't have an didn't want to have the abortion. She didn't want to have the abortion. So she went and told her parents, and she actually went all the way up until the point of she had the baby, was going to give it up for adoption, and then just couldn't. But mm-hmm. who, that the, the pain that women had to go through in the 60s, it, it, it's just incredible that uh, – are, are we going to see a lot of that in this film? Yeah, there are a lot of different stories. That was something that was very important to us, was really just bringing the women and their individual stories back into the conversation instead of it being this sort of removed idea that we talk about really driving home how this is an individual experience. I mean, when it comes to the most important decisions in life, such as whether to become a parent, I think it's vital that we're able to consider all the options available to us. And sometimes that means adoption, and sometimes that means keeping the child yourself. And sometimes that means having an abortion because that's what's going to be right for you and your family. Yeah. And, and, and I tried to explain this to people. I said abortion, I think in the eighties, um, I knew women and I go, Hey, you know, there's this thing called birth control. Stop having abortions. Stop having them, you know, use birth control. And all of those women had problems later on. Either they never had children or they had problems. Because mm-hmm. they use this as, you know, again and again, not just once. And a lot of it is economic because a mother of four, as you said, knows she cannot do another child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you, you know? brought that up because I think yeah. that's actually a huge aspect of this. You talked at the beginning about women just going to Puerto Rico when they needed it. And that's the thing. People who have money, who can afford to go to Puerto Rico, they're always going to have a solution. It's the people who are struggling to make ends meet who are really suppressed by all of these policies that people are trying to put in place. And how do you um, juxtapose, let's say, for instance, just juxtapose today that now, you know, in high schools and everything, they're passing out condoms and the people who don't want them to pass out condoms. I think it's weirdly hypocritical. 
I think comprehensive sexual health mm-hmm. education in schools can only help to prevent abortions. And if, if that's what they're after, I think that being educated is the most effective way to make that happen. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Oh, I forgot. Okay, let me check here. I've got to open up my chat room here. Let's see if it opens for me today. And, uh, okay, there, it's up. Um, also, uh, I'm just like, I'm I'm just amazed. I love oh, the actress, the, uh, oh, gosh, that went right out of my head. And I want to say she was on The Good Wife. Oh, yeah, isn't she terrific? Sarah Steele. What's her name, Sarah Steele? Sarah Steele, she, yeah, just I just in love the, her. She's just in the trailer, and I'm mesmerized. Just in the trailer. <laughs> she just exudes. And I'm used to seeing her on TV, so I've never seen her, mm-hmm. like, in a film thing. But seeing her... Just even in the trailer is amazing that you want to say you want to see more, more. Oh, where can they get She's more information? She's got some amazing this, scenes. Sure, oh. uh, we have a website. Where can I get askforjane.com. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. All the handles are just Ask for Jane. Wow. Now, have you been getting any backlash from this? Um, a little bit, yeah. Because um, this is going I've, to be gotten, like a really big. Thanks. <laughs> what have you yeah. got? Tell me. I've gotten some some you know Facebook messages and Instagram DMs, and there's there's been a lot of co- uh, conversation happening on the Ask for Jane Facebook page. I've noticed from people on both sides of the issue just hashing things out, which I think is interesting, and I'm excited for everybody to see this movie. People who are on both sides of the issue, because I think it's interesting to note that the Janes were not really political; they weren't operating from you know, this agenda of politics, they were just seeing that women were dying because they didn't have access to care. So they stepped in to do something about it. They were just trying to save lives. And I think it's, I think it's helpful to bring women back into the conversation and see all of the disparate reasons why someone might seek an abortion and might need one and why that's best for her life. So, yeah, I would, I would really hope everybody sees this movie and I'd, I'd be curious to hear what everybody thinks. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'll, I'll definitely post it when I when I do. I'll post it on this Facebook page. Um, Thank you. The other oh, and I'll mention and I haven't even seen. Yes, go ahead. Oh, we had a a screening the other day for the National Board of Review, and one of the audience members said my favorite thing I've heard, which is that, or one of my favorite things, she was not sure what she was getting herself into. She was like, "Oh, it's this you know rainy Monday morning. I'm going to see this abortion drama. It's going to be really heavy," and she left feeling really empowered. And active, activated, which is exactly I what I was going to for. say. That I was going to say that this is not just a <laughs> film; this is an empowerment film. And in my it head, I kept thinking, women. You, "Cat, I see this." I mean, is it Cat or Kate? Well, I'm saying it wrong. How do you say your first name? Kate oh, or Kate. Cat? Kate. Kate. All right. <laughs> Weird spelling. Kate. <laughs> um, I. It, it's very much an empowerment, but it's not just empowerment; it's informative. And I predict that this film will be shown in schools. I hope so. I would love it to be an educational tool. This film will be, and I think this film will be the subject of many a thesis because it covers so much. You have the 60s, you have the abortion, you have uh, the schools just denying anything's happening on top of it. And uh, do you know by any chance the, the rate of suicide or deaths at that period? 
That's such a good question. I don't, but I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can research that and tell you later. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm starting to think, you know, in the movie you show a couple of people and as you said, 11,000 women did this, but what about the people who did it themselves and failed? Is there any record of Mm -hmm. that? You know, I'm ready to get numbers for you. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be interested in knowing that because it's a very important thing. How many women died because they had nowhere to go? And I think that's and also, interesting, I don't know too. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go, go on. on. Go ahead. No, well, uh, I just, in, in my mind, I kept thinking of, and then in the poorer regions, I mean, this, these are college girls. Mm-hmm. But in the poorer regions and in the minority neighborhoods, there would always be somebody like, I don't want to say a bruja or a witch doctor, but there would always be that person you could go to. Yeah, on another level, and it's just, but I, how many women who attempted to self-perform abortions died? And it's I think scary. It's, it's, it's interesting now that it's even called into question whether abortion should be legal and safe and accessible, because we've tried that. We, we already tried a nation where we didn't have legal, accessible, safe abortion, and women died. Like, we're, we're, we're trying to put these policies in place, pretending like we don't already know what's going to happen. We tried it, and it was terrible. And it's, it's, a, it's a similar parallel to prohibition. You know, if someone now was like, I can't believe hey, it's why back don't... in the news. I can't even believe. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's back in the Absolutely. news. Absolutely. Like, again, when, when, when the fetus and when the thing and just – and it's, it's unbelievable because – and it pisses me off. The p- people who have to say about it doesn't affect them in any way, and it's men. <laughs> and they're the ones going, well, you know, that's killing a baby. I, well, have one, because <laughs> I have. It's not fun. <laughs> and someone and joked have to me yesterday. To yeah, someone joked to me yesterday that if you've never asked for a tampon in the bathroom, you don't get a say in this. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty yeah. funny. Oh, man. No, it's great. I love the whole cast. And I, as I said, Sarah, what was the girl's name, a woman's name again? Sarah Steele. Sarah Steele. She's amazing. And where did you find your actors? How did you, did you know them already? Um, or? We had, no, no. We had just a terrific casting director, Eve Battaglia. Um, she did a, oh, a bang-up job. Yeah, isn't she terrific? Yeah, I think I she mean, lives in actors. my neighborhood, too. So. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, she's just lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, this was an indie film, a true indie film. So all of these actors were working for... I think probably a lot less than they're used to because they just believed in the story and they wanted to get the message out. And, and it's only, I mean, it's a trailer. It's only a short minute and a half trailer, but the small scenes that are in there, it's really, yay, a woman film. That's one thing, but I think men are going to enjoy it as well because it's the drama and, and uh, dramatic. And it's very, that I think this will be by both parts, but, I mean, really, this is the kind of films mothers should bring, be bringing their teenage daughters to. This and is you the know kind they of have. I, I, We've had festivals where yeah. a woman came up after uh, up to me after and said, "This is so meaningful. I'm here with my daughter today, and she now is the age that I was when I had an abortion, and it was really special for us to be <gasps> able to share this film together." Wow, mm-hmm. I do predict this will be. Uh, this is I, I can't, I'm walking over on Friday. <laughs> the three blocks <laughs> the way it is, and just uh, because I can't wait to see it, and then I'll comment at it too. Um, put it up on the radio show. Um, that 
I'm telling you, I get chills just watching the trailer. I get chills just watching the trailer. Now, can you believe we've been talking for almost 25 minutes? I can't. Oh, uh, let's ask you stuff. <laughs> what else would you like to add? Come on, we got we got five minutes left. What would you like to add? Oh gosh, ah, right on the spot. Um, I know. All right. Well, I would okay. say that this um, is an indie film, and we open on the 17th. So indie film really thrives on word of mouth. So whoever goes to see it, if you like it, please tell your friends about it. Get them to see the theater too, because um, right now we're just at the Village East for this week, this Friday through next Thursday. Um, but I think if we if we really sell out this week, um, there's a lot of opportunity for screenings in other cities. And I know that there are a lot of places that really want to see this, like Chicago and L.A. And I'm from Wisconsin. I would love to show it there. So, yeah, oh, come on out wow. this weekend, it's, please. It's an amazing <laughs> topic. It's an amazing topic. And uh, also, why don't you tell them your website as well? Please announce your oh, website. Sure. And the website yeah. for the film. So the website for the film is askforjane.com, and we have a mailing list there that you can sign up for, too, for news about screenings and, and other showings. Um, and my website is Kate Cortleo, and that's spelled C-A-I-T-C-O-R-T-E-L-Y-O-U. And I'm on Instagram. Oh, you can well, follow me there. And follow on Instagram, people. Share this. <laughs> I've shared it a bunch on my uh, Facebook page already, and I uh, can't, can't wait to see it. And Thank you for being a guest on today's show, What's the Buzz New York. I highly recommend this show, uh, movie, and I'm going to uh, also go see it and then give you a comment so you can use it. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it one more time. I'm going to play the trailer one more time. Here we go. <laughs> Pay attention, people. Pay attention. Here it comes. We just had a student die from drinking rat poison. Uh, no. We don't know that she was pregnant. What happened? I saw her go in my drawer and take a wreath. My parents are really religious. I can't go home like this. Hello, Nancy? Do you think we can get together $1,000 for Patty? Let's see who's awake. What if we had women call my dorm room? Hello? And we can tell them to ask for Jane. This is Jane. Jane Doe. It would be anonymous. 23-year-old? 30-year-old mother of four, 20-year-old college student. <sighs> Thursday. I just want you to know that I know what you're doing. Apparently we are the abortion seven. Wow, I turned the paper. I want to have some. We're up to 30 women a week now. If you need volunteers, you can call me. This is your whole life you're putting at risk. I feel like it's my responsibility to help. You lied to me! You're not a doctor? We're all criminals in this room, and that includes all of you. Women's bodies are always in men's hands. But this was us doing it for us. This is Jane. Wow. Again, chills. All right. I want to thank you, Kate Cortelou. Court Leo, sorry, for being a guest <laughs> on our show today. Ask for Jane. I highly recommend this film. It's going to be, I think it's going to be one of the important films of the summer. I really do. And thank you thank for being you a so guest much, on Nancy. What's the Buzz New York. What's the oh, Buzz New York fully endorses this film. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. You're welcome. See it, everybody. I want you to see this film. I highly recommend it. It's great. Oh, man. What a great topic. 
This is going to be taught in schools. You're going to see. I'm predicting this right now. It's going to happen. All right, everybody, as we wind down the show, thank you all for being here today and listening and being a part of everything. Remember, if you see this blogcast, share it with people so they can hear about this wonderful story that's going to happen. I can't wait till Friday. All right. What's the Buzz New York with your host, Nancy Lombardo, and our special guest, Kate. Okay, thank you. Ask for Jane. See it. Goodbye.